Welcome to Signature Talks, a podcast for serious speakers like you who want to book more stages, increase your impact, and grow your business. I'm your host, Like a Fairy, and I launched this show to demystify and decode the speaking industry. That's why I'll be interviewing successful speakers and industry professionals who are at the top of their game so that you have access to the information, insights, and opportunities proven to accelerate your success and create results. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's meet our signature guest. Laika, today's signature guest is Breeze from Raw Marketing Group. He is an AI and marketing expert, a serial entrepreneur, and he's created powerful and robust systems to automate businesses online. He helps educate entrepreneurs nationwide, and today he is on Signature Talks to share how we can get started with automation and AI for making marketing easier and simpler. So Breeze, before we get into all of the jargon and technical stuff, I'd love for you to kind of introduce (laughs) like what is AI and how did you even get started? Yeah, so I was, you know, a guy who was really big on robotics and and computers and things like that when I was younger. Uh, Then I moved into, you know, the arts and things like that. But that was always still a big passion of mine uh, is technology. So for me, this is like, you know, kind of like a dream come true space, right? Yeah, we still have all the thoughts of the Terminator and all these kinds of things when we think of AI. But um, for me, I always wanted to see, you know, what it would be like to have stronger systems with computers and systems that can also fix themselves, right? And rewrite themselves to make themselves just a little bit better Uh, because sometimes, you know, computers are computers. And I think we've gone our whole lives feeling like, yeah, you know, computers are great, but they have these high levels of limitation and uh, these high barriers of entry, which is another big thing, right? Like the barrier of entry is humongous, typically with computer stuff. And I feel like AI, it's a higher level of technology, but the barrier of entry is way lower. So we talked a little bit about this, actually. We we started talking about how AI is very intimidating, especially for new on, not new entrepreneurs and even entrepreneurs who are growing and they're trying to make their marketing easier and simpler. Maybe they're solopreneurs or people who feel like they can't necessarily afford to delegate yet. So how does AI help with the automation process? Yeah, so AI with the automation process is like, having a bunch of smart people work for you, (laughs) right? So usually we only have like one mind and one set of hands, but even for example, you have 10 employees. If you taught all 10 of your employees how to utilize AI within their system, now it's like you gave each of them eight more hands, right? So that's one way to kind of bring the productivity up. Another way is just setting up a lot of these, you know, automations via the little integrations that they have in their systems. Almost every AI platform is typically based off of the same system. You know, ChatGPT, everybody kind of knows where that's coming from. When you go into another AI platform, you just want to see, does it integrate into the stuff that you're doing? And if not, what does it overall do? And can you replace the manual things that you're doing 
with some of the AI systems. Can you provide some examples of softwares or tools that entrepreneurs are using right now that they could start to automate very easily? Yeah. Um, so one is just go high level. That is like a, a huge platform for just automating different pieces of the business. Another one would just be Zapier, right? Zapier, whatever people yeah. want to call it. Um, sometimes it could be a little intensive as far as setting it up. When you do learn it, you're able to do a lot with it. But there's other platforms similar to uh, Zapier, which are a little bit easier to navigate, like make.com. So make.com is more so like a drag and drop editor, if you will. You want to say, this is what I want to do, and this is where I want to go, and this is the action that I'm doing that's going to, quote, unquote, trigger it. So those are a couple different platforms. Um, I also tell people if they go to a couple different sites like topapps.ai, that's another platform that you can just see the top AI apps that are coming out, right? And how they're being ranked, kind of what stage of development that they're in um, and what they're able to do to help you as a business owner. And so I kind of scroll through and it even categorizes it based on the different things that you can do. So like copywriting, assistant work, video generation, music, development, coding, all that kind of uh, sectionality. <laughs> Obviously, there's and it sounds like there's so many different tools that you can use. Mm -hmm. Now, consolidating all of those into one platform, that sounds like a dream come true. I know that you have an AI platform that specializes in helping business owners market. Can you tell us a little bit more about how that's going to help entrepreneurs make their marketing smarter? Yeah, so the Raw Brands app, uh, you know, this is something that we've been cooking up for some years now, trying to really perfect. Uh, but the goal was to really bring a lot of the best AI systems into one platform and a lot of just the best overall marketing and business systems into one platform. So one common theme when we were working with people is business owners are wearing a lot of hats, right? They're wearing like 10, 500 different hats, right? All different things. Um, and then, you know, within each of those hats, they have micro hats, if you will. Right. So in your marketing, you're trying to be a copywriter. You're trying to do your emails. You're trying to do your text. You're trying to run ads or boost your posts and do a bunch of things to kind of make the playing field a little bit even and test out and see which things are most effective for you. So what we did is we created a lot of those systems that we know are best in class and we put them all in one platform. So then you can just hook your business up to it in different places and it'll just start working right away and you can start growing your business right away, knowing that you're doing the right pieces. If you had an entrepreneur come up to you and say, Breeze, I know nothing about AI. I know nothing about automation, but I just want to automate one thing that's going to positively change my results or get me more leads or connect me to more people. What would you recommend for them? Yeah, so follow-up automation, that's a, a major piece. So you can do that through any platform, you know, right? Like you can do that through any CRM that you have typically has some level of text or email automation that you can send out. But like one automation that I utilize that's from the Raw Brands app is um, when I'm in a networking event, I get somebody's name, phone number, email, and then it sends them my contact and my contact card but then the system automatically reaches out to them in the morning around 1045. So it's not too early, not too late in the day. And um, it just asks them, you know, to 
get on a meeting or something together with us. And for me, I use the messaging that's a little more personable, which is what everybody thinks and everybody doesn't follow up. So I say that in the message, hey, everybody doesn't follow up and I want it to be different and uh, give you my due diligence with this process. So did you want to go ahead and meet up for, you know, coffee or Zoom either this week or next week? Eight out of 10 times is working. (laughs) Honestly, that's what caught my attention. We connected at that networking event. It sent all of your contact information and details. And in my head, I already knew it was like, oh, this is automated. And that's kind of the challenge when it comes to using automation is that people don't want to feel like a number. They don't want to feel like they're talking to a robot. So being personable and conversational is so important and it needs to be integrated in your automation strategy. Otherwise, if you follow up with people and it sounds like they're just on a queue, obviously a lot less likely they're actually going to follow through with your follow up. So when I saw that text the next day of like, hey, I just wanted to follow up with you and actually set something up, I was like, oh, okay, I know this was automated, but at least it sounds like a human being that I'm talking to. Right. And so that was really impressive. I would love to get into our pop interview now where we talk about your passions, the opportunities that you've had and kind of what your business plans are moving forward. So let's start off with the passion. You didn't start off in the AI space. You've had a lot of pivots. What was your journey like, Breeze? Yeah, so, um, you know, when I was born, no, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) You're going all the way back. All the way back. No, but uh, I've always just been, you know, a kid that was really into technology and, you know, math and science, stuff like that. Uh, I went to Clemson for electrical engineering. Uh, it felt like that was super boring to me, right? Uh, it was something that I was good at, but I didn't want to be known for like making the next 6G antenna or something like that, right? The next fastest internet that just streams through the air or something like that. It wasn't big for me. I wanted to be able to shape the way that people think and the way that people are able to interact with each other. Um, and that's where kind of the marketing came in. Because while I was studying a lot of uh, engineering stuff, I was studying a lot of psychology and a lot of sociology. And so I was just like, oh, yeah, this to me is more interesting because it was always crazy the way that people interact with each other. Right. Uh, Group think the way that people interact in groups, you know, to me is crazy. So I always wanted to be able to understand that more as well. And that's how I got into marketing. Um, I was doing that, but at the same time, I was also performing, right? So I moved to Las Vegas and, uh, we had like a dance crew out here called Raw by Nature. And so we were doing Cirque du Soleil shows. We're doing tours. We're going around the world and teaching kids and stuff like that as well. Um, but I was also just honing and refining my skills and utilizing the things that I'm learning to be able to help people on the side and direct them the right way. And then that leads me to now when i'm doing marketing i like to help business owners but i also like to help you know those influencers those uh personalities the social media stars and different kinds of artists and content creators to curate that kind of process around them Mm -hmm. um and then when ai came out it just makes it so that i can produce at a higher level and i can do it at a higher frequency at a higher volume for people as well Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of where my journey started was obviously last year right when ai started 
that's kind of like, yeah, I definitely need to be the person in this space to guide the people that already follow me and not just on social media, but like follow the things that I'm trying to teach them on, right? My, my everyday guys, the influencers that I work with, I talk to them every day about stuff that I feel like is beneficial for them. And I know they're going to come to me with questions on AI when the time comes. So I want to be, you know, with that information top of mind. Because of how fast AI is evolving, how do you stay at the top of your game? Yeah, so websites like, you know, topapps.ai, one thing, you know, that we just always advise when you're on Instagram is really follow those hashtags and those topics that are relevant to your industry. So I just followed every time I saw somebody who was talking about AI for a lot of different pieces of content, go ahead and follow them, go ahead and like some of their stuff. So that way I can see all the time when something new is in the market. Uh, One guy that I follow, uh, simplydigital.gr or something like that. Um, I think he's from Europe, but he just gives me the best tools and apps all the time. And all he does is kind of just review them a little bit, show you what it does, and then gives you, you know, because he does the affiliate marketing, he'll give you a referral code that he gets like a payment on. Um, But these are just great tools. Or when a new tool gives a new feature, it even break down the feature for you to, you know, keep you on top of it. So if you just get on YouTube and you look up AI, it's, it's going to pop up some of the best stuff. Trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the most familiar AI softwares or tools that people know about, whether they're students or business owners and everything in between, is ChatGPT. And yep. everyone talks about leveraging prompts for ChatGPT. What are some prompts that you would recommend business owners experiment with to get familiar with ChatGPT? So with ChatGPT, you know, prompting is king, right? Like you're gonna get some pretty generic uh, answers when you put in pretty generic prompts. So you wanna just take your time to educate the system on your backstory, the setting, right? Where are you coming from? What do you do? Who are you trying to serve? Who are you trying to sell to? And then you can maybe start the conversation. That's one thing that I tell people. You don't have to be a prompting genius to like tell the business or tell the AI about your business. To the point I even have had chat GPT because you have that conversation back and forth with it, right? You, you message, it messages, you message, it messages. So then I came up with a description for my business. So I said, write a description for my business uh that will help ai to learn about my business and then you go back and forth and you expand it and expand it until you have this nice little chunk and then you start there so then i take the chunk and i put it in the prompt box this is my business now write me something like the prompt can be one line now because everything else that you explained about it was super comprehensive and then you just can save that into a word doc and every time you needed to interact as your business or for your business you can just educate it from the top with this one thing that you copied now. If you go to the extension store, the Chrome web store, and you look up AI PRM, that is like an extension that also connects you to um, ChatGPT. And so when you open up your ChatGPT, there will be a library of prompts already pre-built. And you can scroll through them and then you can just click it and then fill in your little piece of information and it writes you like a perfect prompt every time. Where do you think the future of AI is going? I know we're living in history right now, but what are your projections? You know, people always have the job conversation. They they feel like, oh, it's going to replace all our jobs and this and that and third. 
But I just think it's going to change the landscape at which people are accepting jobs, right? I think we're not going to be able to just settle for these really low-level jobs. You're going to have to challenge your mind in order to stay afloat and to be able to survive. You can't just survive by not trying as much anymore. You can, but it's not going to be um, a really, really simplified task. It's just going to be a much more difficult task. I also see AI with the robots, like they're working on getting you tactile robots that can do things and actions with you, right? Like work with you in the house, do autonomous tasks without you having to ask it all the time, right? But just more thoughtful pieces as well. And I think that's a, a great piece. I'm not sure if I'm okay with having a robot, like walking around my house, you know, and doing stuff for me. But um, I think the idea of having an AI that's as powerful as ChatGPT in your phone is probably the next big thing that I'm excited for. Like imagine having Siri at the high, high level of AI that can write things for you, write text out for you, schedule things out, write documents and save it to your notes or go into your apps on your phone and then also interact with them fully. That's going to be, I think, the next level of integration for us. It's a convenience factor that's only going to propel your business if you allow it to. And right. yeah. so we're big on like data, right? So data is the big thing, right? Data is worth more than oil is, is getting up there with gold. And so this is a very important piece of history is going to be written by the amount of data that we can collect and know about. So like with GPSs, for example, you look at Google Maps, they... Um, you know, they have Google pieces on almost every phone. So it can take everybody's information from a certain area and make adjustments on the map, which is why to me, it's wow. like Google Maps is way better than Apple Maps because Apple Maps never updates you if something's going on. But if you look up at Google Maps, it can give you a handful of routes or it'll take you another direction if it knows that there's 500 people who had a slowdown in this area and maybe 20 of them reported a crash in this area. Right. Mm -hmm. And then ways. Right. It takes it a step further. You can see when a cop is up on the road and things like that. So these kinds of things, I think that's, that's super important. Right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, being able to know that there's an accident that happens all the time on the strip. So I know when people are going to actual meetings and they're on the strip, I tell them, hey, I know you know where you're going, but just plug it into Google Maps just mm -hmm. because it might tell you that there's an accident. The way that you're trying to go is going to keep you 40 minutes. While we're on the topic of improvements, where automation and AI is right now, what do you think is the biggest flaw? I would say the biggest flaw is that is based on, you know, groups of information. So my example would be if we're all thinking the same thing and everybody has always put out there the same information about a topic, but it's not necessarily true. AI has no way of deciphering that. It's just giving you what the common thought is, right? So that can create biases and certain ideas, right? So if there's a common idea that everybody has, or maybe 40, 50% of the world has, it might just pull that information, but is biased to that information because of the amount of information that's out there on it, saying that this is the right way to do it. So it's not allowing that creative and innovative thought process, right? AI, I believe, is just limited to the amount of information that we have. And that's why they're working on these things like ChatGPT 5 and 6 
that will be able to have kind of the AI interact with itself and then create new scenarios and new testing grounds for that information. It's still not going to be, you know, true thought, but it can test up against different ideas, you know, to see which has, which carries more water, if you will. <laughs> yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like that's how humans are too. I feel like a lot of the thoughts that we generate are based out of data we've learned from lived experiences. Exactly. How we've grown up, our conditioned thinking, all of that. But we we don't want to go into the woo-woo and the spiritual too much in this episode. (laughs) We're going to have to do another one for that. Let's move on to talking about opportunities and pivot points that have propelled your business into directions that would have taken you longer to get to otherwise. You know, when I first started, one of one of my guys, uh, Damien, that was one of my friends that really pushed for me to hop into the marketing space. And then we were able to work on a business together for a number of years. And I feel like that is one thing that really kind of helped me to take that leap because I was always, you know, doing high level stuff for other companies versus just saying, yeah, I just want to build my own thing and grow my own thing. Um, outside of that, just the opportunities of networking, like I'm a big talker. <laughs> I go out, I talk a lot, I connect people a lot. And um, that has really helped me to make a lot of the biggest opportunities that I've ever had possible. Right. I've been in rooms with venture capital firms. I've been in rooms with people who are working on trust and foundations and teaching people how to set up these larger entities. And um, I think that that has been what's changed the way that I think about business in general. I traveled a lot around the world. And so that changed the way I felt about the world, but being able to network with people um, and, you know, having the support of other friends and family that are kind of similar in that field, that helped me a lot. How has traveling expanded your understanding of how business works? Understanding that business is not a one way kind of thing, right? Like, The way that we interact with business here in the U.S. is way different than they do in Canada. It's way different than they do in the U.K. It's way different than they do everywhere else in the world. So kind of understanding the things that drive business in other places, you can make adjustments here because your job or your business is an environment that you create from the website to the culture. Everything top to bottom is something that you can create and that you can curate. I think a lot of times we fall into these traps where we're in a specific industry and we want to just kind of mirror what the best people are doing. And, you know, what the best people are doing are good things to follow, but it's not necessarily the only thing that to follow. You don't know how the team morale is. Right. You don't know what the turnover of the job is. You don't know a lot of these things. So traveling the world helped me to really see, damn, there's a lot of different ways to do it. There's really no limitation and confinement versus when I see people that I know who didn't travel, a lot of times they really think about the world from a perspective of being in America or from the perspective of Mm -hmm. capitalism or from the perspective, you know what I mean? So just learning how to run business different ways. Yep. The future of business is global. The more inclusive and diverse we can be, our connections and how we're going to make our mark in the world through our businesses will grow. You know, we're kind of getting to a space to where we don't want to be left behind, guys. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, other people in the world are utilizing cryptocurrencies and utilizing AI and utilizing all these new systems. And so if you're sitting in a cubicle next to somebody 
and they're using AI and you're not, how much better do you think that their work is going to come out than yours? And are you prepared to have them be promoted over top of you because they're utilizing something that you have access to that you can just type in? So you either innovate or expire. The very final part of our pop interview are the plans, like the business plans and strategies that you have that are going to help you continue to scale your business. What is currently working for you now that is helping you create results? Systems. I'm a big system person. So when we just talk about automation, I'm always trying to figure out different ways to automate processes that I'm working on um, and things that I'm doing. Right. Like sometimes I just look at my day and reverse engineer everything that I did, what took the most amount of time. And is there something that I can do that can automate that process? For example, right, I get on discovery calls and I'm just talking to people about their business. They're trying to give me the whole backstory of their business. So then I started to automate the process of sending them an intake form before we get on the call. So that way I know about all these things before we get on the call and they don't feel like they have to talk about those things because they already filled out a form about it. So then we can kind of get to the nitty gritty of what I saw and what I think is the next thing. So that's one big thing. And then for my you know business plans, uh, so what I've been working on is creating these new campaigns that are just you plug your business into our app and then you turn it on and they start working for you right away. And, um, you know, one of these campaigns, for example, is like just database reactivation or list reactivation. A lot of companies have been around 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and they have these lists of people who've come through the system, but they just don't talk to them enough. And that's all it really is. Right. You email them once a month for a newsletter, uh, <laughs> but you're not really like sending them something every week and you're also not texting them at all. And if we've learned anything about emails, they get blocked a lot through filters like the Google filter and Microsoft. Microsoft is the harshest. It literally will throw you into spam for anything. You know what I'm saying? Too much bolding in my in my email. Send them to spam because it looks like a, a promo email. Right. So you want to be able to text your people. And so we made these campaigns that were able to take your list, send them an offer, text it to them, email it to them and then make a few touch points down the line, right? When I talk to salespeople, it's the same metrics. When you wanna make a sale, you have between seven to 10 to 12 touch points that you need to make before somebody buys with you. You talk about something with your friend, you see an ad for it, and you see a video about it, and then you're finally like, damn, all right, let me go ahead and do it. And so by supplementing a lot of those touch points, we're able to give people sales off the people they've already sold before. You see a lot of sales funnels, the inverted pyramid, where it's like discovery, engagement, all of that is so outdated. Right now, it's like a line where, with all those touch points mm -hmm. and you have to be able to touch back into different stages and then remind them of this and follow up. And so as we get more distracted as a whole, as a society it becomes so much more valuable being able to automate those touch points otherwise imagine having to send all of that manually that's a lot of energy and time you're wasting where you could be doing the things that actually drive your business forward right so all really great points breeze how can our listeners work with you yeah so check out book.rawmarketinggroup.com that's my booking page 
or just go to rawmarketinggroup.com and check out everything that we have to offer. Um, touch base with me at Breeze from Raw uh, on Instagram, on TikTok. Reach out to me on any platform. Very active on there. And uh, I, I see everything and my people see everything. Uh, we also have tons of resources, guides, free ebooks, stuff that we just give out all the time because, um, you know, I want people to feel more equipped. It's not necessarily about you working with me. It's about you getting the right information. So uh, oftentimes I'm just trying to give people the right info if I can. So make sure you follow all of that. It'll be in the show notes. It's all about access to these tools and then getting educated. And Breeze offers a lot of education so that you can feel empowered to grow your business simpler and smarter. Let me get y'all like five good tools, five good tools, yes. five AI tools. All right, go ahead, bullet all them right. out. So y'all know chat GPT, that's already one of them, but one that's called copy.ai. So copy.ai, you can utilize it to read stuff actively. So it's not limited by that. What is it? 2021 is the last updated information. It can actually find current information and, and write for you based on current information. And it also has workflows built out into it. So you can kind of automate some of these pieces without having to be a super tech head to automate it. The next one would be Notion. So everybody that I know that was doing product or see me project management for a while was utilizing Notion. Now they integrated AI into Notion. So you guys can collaborate on all of your projects and have AI built into the system to help you write and create and manage the flow of work. There is Looka. Uh, Looka is just an app that's for logo creation. So create your uh, logos with AI and you can create other marketing materials and stationary like business cards and things, utilizing all of those images and uh, color brand kits. You can even make brand guidelines in Looka as well. And then there's one that um, I'm waiting for. It's on the wait list right now, but it's called Follower, uh, Follower without an E. And this is going to be an AI-driven social media assistant. So you're going to be able to create content, schedule it, and look at the analytics utilizing AI, which that's the one that I think everybody's going to be waiting for, you know, getting the social media stuff right very easily. And then um, my last one for you guys that I'll leave you with. So F-L-I-K-I, that is just an AI-powered text-to-speech video maker. So you can write let's say a script in ChatGPT and plug it into Flicky and it'll break it down. It'll add uh, stock videos. It'll add music, back, background music, and it'll add a voiceover, like an AI powered voiceover for you as well. And then you can just export that and use that to make infomercials, use that to make video sales letter, use that to make social media reels as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those tools. <laughs> Are these all like free platforms or free to try? Yeah, majority of them are. I believe Copy AI has like um, kind of like a, I think a credit system, so you can utilize a certain amount to really check it out and see us, you know, how robust it is. Uh, Notion, you know, very inexpensive. Flicky has free versions. Most of them they got to give you free versions because they know people want to test it out first before I get in there. We want to know 
that if I sign up and I pay you money, that I'm going to actually be able to use it. And it's not going to be the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> exactly. The demos are so important. I'm like, yeah. how am I supposed to trust that this is worth my money if I can't even play with it first? So, yeah. all right. And to close this out, what is a question that you would like to share with our listeners that has helped you confront and challenge your limiting beliefs and help you evolve? My big thing is urgency. How many times have you looked at things in the past and you missed out on them, right? Like you watch these things go back and forth over and over. Even in crypto, you see Shiba Inu went up and then it went down, Dogecoin went up, went down. And every iteration of technology, you can get in early or you can get the tail end and the scraps of it. So my question for you would be, are you guys prepared or are you going to let this one get go past you or get, get by on you? All right. Thank you so much for coming on to Signature Talks, Breeze. We appreciate all of our listeners. Thanks for listening. And now we're signing off. We will see you all on the next stage.